0: Steve, it's currently Sunday on the Isle of Man. Come on, Pritchard. The, the, Get some beans about you. you sat there in <laughs> your funky feet again. You're flipping talking like we're at a
1: funeral.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got the TT. Get yourself bl- revved up, man. I've got the TT. We're post-TT. Well, it's the best TT there's ever been, and you sat there like you're flipping. That's why I'm sad, man. Like you've just been out on a date with the ugliest thing on the planet.
0: Well, I did. I've just had breakfast with you.
1: That's cruel. That's cruel.
0: Roll titles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another TT Daily Podcast. This is the last one of our daily podders. And yes, as Steve said at the top, that's it, it's done. The post-TT blues are setting in for me, but Steve looks to be in good spirits. You're right, Steve. TT tan, just look at me. Uh, that's why he's so happy about this. His tan's topped up. He's ready to now go on his holidays and enjoy life. And if you could see him right now, we're, we're currently stood on the, the the dock. He's got his hand in his pocket. He's got his check shirt on. He's just loving life, living that, the dream with that brown mahogany skin. Right, Steve, I thought what we'd do is we'd take a look back at some of our best bits. And what okay. the boys will do mm-hmm. is they'll chop them in so it sounds really good. So if we can remember all the way back to uh, the first week, I want to throw this one at you. When um, I think we were chatting to John McGuinness up in Park Ferme And um, a man that's almost as uh, magnetic to a microphone as I am, Dom Herbertson popped over for a chat. And he ended up taking my job. This is your hero, isn't
3: it? I'll tell you this what, what, tell you the, what hero. Tell, like, the mad thing, right, like, last year, a lot of pressure on the shoulders and stuff like that, and everyone's like, you, you weren't you weren't the John McGuinness we're looking at now, you know what I mean? New no. teeth, tits and tan, you are
4: a <laughs> brand new fella, aren't you? Tattoo, 50-year-old, MBE, <laughs> styling now, yeah, we've got all that underneath, behind us and we're all right, we're well, good. Hey, yeah, what, what about last night,
1: flipping it, you, you set off at your fastest pace last year and you're flipping on it straight away. <laughs> You're the most experienced man around here. What do you, seriously, what do you put that down to, that at the pace is much higher than last year?
4: Well, the track's in absolute mint shape. Even, like, you can attack the last sector as well, you know, through uh, Governor's Dip and all that. And, and like I say, we, we've been around in the cows, like, whoa, this is mint. You know, a little bit of resurfacing, a couple of seconds here, there. But I think I think all the top riders in a good shape, they're on, the, on the same bikes they've had the year before, Uh, Everybody's been really putting the effort in with testing in Spain, BSB, all the BSB testing. I've done the same as well. I put the leg in, you know, and uh, it's weird. I just got, I got a little bit, last year, I got a bit tense on the bike, a bit nervous, and and I wasn't, I was just holding myself a little bit. Last night, I was just letting the brakes off, dropping the bike on my knee, and riding how you're supposed to ride. And you think to yourself, all the years of experience I've got, you can still go into bad places. But last night, I was like, you know what i know what i'm doing i'm having to do Just i was at,
1: i was at kurt michael yesterday doing the tv job uh at douglas road corner mate you were so much smoother than any man out there incredible
4: yeah yeah we worked Effortless. worked hard on the rear tire you We've know, a bit a lot, a lot of work we met so you know as you know i've been a Dunlop man for a lot of years and last year i didn't have the confidence and this year we i've told them what we think we should have we, they've made it it's made it a lot better it's right. made my confidence up a little bit and uh seem
1: to have quite a variation i did a bit of an interview with, with them today
4: and they've got four different rear tires mm. you know it's a it's a big choice and a lot of work to test all those tires here yeah absolutely we did we, you know we was out spinning the laps at the northwest 200 i've been out spinning the laps in spain you know you don't just rock up with new rubber and uh, you know yourself steve you know there's a lot of work goes in and I want the job to be right I, you know i want to be i mean it's, it's the only thing connecting you to the ground is your tires and you know behind your brake pads is the most important thing on your bike but uh, yeah and, and i changed my style a little bit as well i've just been sort of leaning over a little bit more not moving my body uh, it's hard to explain but we worked on it a little bit on the data and we're thinking it's not as aggressive i sort of leaning my bum off and then put my bum up quite fast and it sort of unsettles the bike a little bit so i've just been Trying to flow a little bit more, and uh, weirdly, it sort of... Working. Treating your fire blade like a lady. I always I always talk to my lady. She's a big lady. She's a fast lady. <laughs> it felt fast going down the silver straight last night, I'll tell you. So, with you not being on the super sport, do you feel at a disadvantage or not? I do, yeah. I do. I get frustrating because I've yeah. seen you know, all you guys going out as well jealous. Uh, but I probably feel a bit fresher. I did yeah. four laps last night. I know the track, don't I? I know, you know, so... Uh, it's a bit yin and yang is it you know a bit like yeah. you know yes or no uh, I can fully concentrate on the kudos races they're the big races everybody wants to be at the front of so yeah I'm making a change because deep down I really want to ride a 600 yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, it... I'm not so I've got to accept that and get on with it yeah so no but like you know the advantageous side of it you know being on the
3: slower bike you're cornering more but do you think with your experience that's not actually needed anymore well, make it sound you order then you are there, John, you know what I mean? But... This is the first call for
2: the owners of the uh, motor vehicles and motorcycles parked at the end of the lane exit. Uh, you've got 45 minutes to full TT Mountain Course road closure.
3: They've got the tow truck for uh, Steve Plater's wallet. Just get that off the circuit, he Need dropped it last night.
4: Do the crane for that one. Uh... <laughs> for me, for me back of... <laughs> wheels. It's full of. Uh full of dust in there and moths <laughs> and that it never gets open I'll tell you I don't think I've ever don't you ever bought me a drink you don't, you don't get rich do you buying, no job, you don't it. get rich
1: buying drinks do you
4: <laughs> that's where I'm going wrong 100% eh? anyway, <laughs> you know what you asked me sort of a really intelligent question now for you Dominic and I did thankfully Gary came you in with a ding dong and uh, stopped me from answering it because it was like it's a bit technical for you uh, no Dominic. but
3: hey mate i'm trying to pluck you away i'm trying to see what my
4: edges are <laughs> to get on you you know what i mean you yeah. have to ride the super sport a bit harder yeah, hey yeah, super sport bikes you've got to scratch your plums in on one of them yeah, things yeah. to go fast and you know i mean the lap record on one of them is nuts 129.6 or something it's faster than I went last night which is bonkers but and they're on slicks is that going to be a 130. Um, yeah nah. i don't think the slicks really make much difference on a super sport bike you right. know i think Maybe overtise them a little bit, you know. Maybe you need to move. They move. Need to move a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it might might give them a race record. I don't know about a lap yeah, record. I don't. I don't think you there's a the right know? lot in it. Uh, stocker Ooh. maybe. Uh, hey, there's a lot of air uh, changes on the mountain mind.
3: You know them little bits, them um, couple of seconds here and there. Do you know? Tar- rec- tar- tar- I, putting, yeah, how much money you? you've got? Loads of money.
4: I can't gamble what? against you, Steve Plater, Put a quid on it you put a, quid well, on I'll it? put a quid on it I think, well i think ah, 130, 130 will go yeah 100 if it's a proper race then it'll go won't it if we get weather like this all the way through practice then
1: hey forget lap records what i want to know is what is john mcguinness's target 2023 <laughs> <laughs>
4: love it
1: what are you going to go home happy with
4: podium i think <laughs> yeah but I, i'm probably not fast enough individually to be on the podium oh, but shit, at the end of the day a you know. podium will be nice. i'd love to stand up on that steps again i could just boiled my piss a little bit i read the program and i said i was an outside chance of a podium so it's good for motivation <laughs> i've ah, been here before i, I hope I you stay know. as a a, a podium <laughs> an outside chance because i don't want that tattoo yeah well he's having a tattoo he's having a mcpint tattoo on him somewhere oh, it's a mcpint tattoo as well yeah. oh. I, mean, you told us something, I know you're a bit emotional about you never had one you're a bit scared get one on your toe who do you think you are now you've had a little tattoo and all of a sudden he's a big man I'm hard <laughs> I am a <an> hard <laughs> northerner Morecambe different breed This is some podcast. I have no idea which which one one is got where are we at now all I've, I've done, got got done all day is graft my balls off talking a to official, you official
0: TT podcast
4: is it a podcast one right can I go now can I go I'm going to get ready to sell right right see you in thanks boys
0: right have a good one there's Dom trying to steal my job how's about I just jump on your bike and take that for a spin eh he's not listening Hey, John McGuinness, still a legend. Every prize presentation, that man got the biggest cheer, no matter what position he was in. He's, he's TT, TT royalty, isn't he still? Hey, still good for top six, still riding well, still banging in
1: some good times, went faster than last year. You know, I think John's just in a happy place, really, and he's still quick, and I, I think at that pace as well, he's enjoying himself, he's in, enjoying his you know, competition around the flipping TT course, so... What a good place to be. I'm going to say it. Question is, though, we're
0: going to see him back again next year. Do
1: you know what? I I think he's he's, he's finding it hard to stop, you know. And I said before um, that I'm Jacqueline Hyde because he's a good ambassador for the TT. He's got a big fan base. You know, he brings people out to watch. Um, But I'd also like to see him stop uh, and just be the figurehead of either... (coughs) <coughs> Honda or or something to you know and, and
0: draw the line and finish. Yeah. But you know he's he,
1: as long as he's enjoying himself and got a smile on his face and he can finish in the top ten, why not?
0: Clearly, is one man that went from elation to uh, deflation. deflation. Thank you, producer Matt. Uh, Dom Herbertson, he went into the 130 club. He was happy with that on that superstock bike, and then he was uh, he was on for a podium position in that super twin race, race number two. And uh, disaster struck for him, poor lad. But I did speak to him last night in the bar, and unsurprisingly, he had a beer in his hand, and he seemed happy enough with how his TT went. The way
1: that flipping second super twin race. Most of the grid had a chance of a podium, to be quite honest. If there's that many people breaking down... I nearly had a chance Yeah, it was a war one. of attrition, and I'm not being critical because the, the, there was some good pace there from a lot of people. You know, Mike Brown, flipping heck, he led that well, he really did, and they rolled off and was using his head, and that boy's a star of the future for sure. But, yeah, going back to what you said, mate, Dom, it was, a, it was a shame. It really was. He'd have been peaking, obviously, he stood on the podium, but, hey... It's never easy, and many of the top names should have more TTs under their belt if it wasn't for breakdowns.
0: Steve, before I throw it to you with your highlight, one what, what of my all time greatest highlights. I don't think we can play it because it's the TV footage, but if we can, producers, that'd be awesome. Steve Plater on the pit wall.
1: Seven miles to go, it's amazing, really. Oh, he's the closest, he's always the flippy. Oh, no, he's not. the is Jesus. Oh, flippy
0: neck. Flippy neck. <laughs> <laughs> every time he does that on purpose flip flippy neck <laughs> <laughs> you're crap
1: at impersonations
0: it's, it's it was it, every time they cut to you on that TV it's, it's my favourite part of the TT I mean it's not easy you know because
1: you're not quite sure who it is coming up behind you and <laughs> it, I'm sure they come as close as they can just to make me jump I'm sure I do and- <coughs> It doesn't matter how prepared you think you are. Now you try and tell yourself not to jump, you can't help it. it it's just, it kind of sucks all the air out of you as, as they come past it. doing 180, 90 mile an hour at that point, it's mental, it really is. And um, it, it's, they're true emotions. It's not, you know, it's not put on. Oh, it's yeah. just flipping crack as it is and... You know, and I, I watched the coverage afterwards. Uh, Rich, my cameraman, he, he was chuckling to himself as Michael <laughs> Dunlop was coming after <laughs> after Hickey yesterday, because I honestly thought Hickey had come close enough. And God, jeez, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it makes hairs in the back of your neck stand up.
0: It's a, hey, it's an experience not many people will be able to uh, to experience. Next up, your highlight. Give me one. <sighs> oh, I think winding Faye up has been one of my
1: highlights Ooh, this, that was this good. year. You know, on, on, on more than one occasion, we did a great uh, interview in Faye's motorhome, um, which was great. Uh, but also, when we've been in and around Peter Hickman doing a few snap interviews and bits and bobs, I've always managed to. She never, I think she struggles to understand what I'm going to say to
0: her next.
5: <laughs> um, so, when I came to the UK, it's like a bird let out of the cage. You went wild. I kind of a little (laughs) bit.
0: (laughs) So you enjoyed it though.
1: I
5: did. Yeah. yeah, You felt like it was freedom. It was. Yeah. 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 So
0: boarding school was that. That was
1: girls. All girls.
5: It was all girls school. Yeah.
1: I tell you what. My my (laughs) wife was the same. She was all girls school, and I I fully understand what Stuart Higgs has to put it with now.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell him to listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. The,
1: that's all the positives. What about the negatives? What really gets up your nose the most? To, to do with racing, I
5: mean. When they crashing. <laughs> <laughs> you you just know, watch when I start fly. seeing... <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So, so when this when I see the bikes start rolling, or you know, on the gravel, on the grass, or whatever, yeah. I start looking and going, "Oh my god!"
0: The credit card's coming out already.
5: <laughs> there goes my pair of shoes. <laughs> 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 and last time, I think Pete was... Cr- where was it? Silverstone. He crashed a few times yeah. and the bike came back and he should see the boys. There goes a pair of la bouton. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs>
1: How's the reception been for Fay Ho in all the paddocks, not just the Isle Man TT, oh. coming through and setting up such a fabulous team, um, a good-looking team and a very competitive one? Um The people to people? Are people negative with you? or? Oh, no, no, no. I mean,
5: you know, BSB, even TT, I get people, fans coming up to me saying, it's fantastic what you're doing with the girls and Mm -hmm. how you're supporting female in racing, you know, um, what you're doing uh, in racing. I mean, even on social media, there's a lot of comments saying, you know, um, apparently I'm a breath of fresh air, you know, coming into the sport and what I'm doing. But I think the way how I actually came into the paddock and how I Kind of see myself how I want to present my team is a bit different to other team owners. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit more approachable, and I don't mind actually um, kind of uh, expressing my team out there, or you know, exposing it in a way and letting people see what I'm doing. So I think people can relate to that. They can come up and say and speak to me, or you yeah. know, um, so and I know that's how you get the fans on board. People like that.
0: That's it. It's not you've not just got clearly you've got plenty of money and you've not just come in with your money and gone do something everyone. exactly go on. Yeah. there's the money go and do something make me look yeah. good you've come in and you said i want to yeah. take hold of this control it and i want to see uh, this through exactly which i think everyone yeah. everyone respects yeah. at the paddock I, uh,
5: I think i think people have a perception of me coming from background that mm-hmm. i'm from that i'm kind of like a bit stuck up you know a bit of reachable but um, I guess you all know I'm, I'm very laid back down to earth. And for me, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Everyone's equal. We're all humans here. Mm-hmm. It just matters. Someone, you know, i just been kind of lucky, a bit privileged to come from a family that I, I come from. But I don't see myself as better than anybody else. So that's my philosophy in yeah. life.
0: I'm very similar to me. <laughs> 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 I, sorry, so I know Steve's He's got a question there. about yeah. something. I had, I had, I had a rumor. I don't know if you know this, Steve. You're related to Bruce Lee.
5: Yes, I am. Yeah. Did you know that, Steve? Really? Yes. So good Bruce good. Lee is like second or third cousin to my grandfather side. So, wow. so, so I know his, I know, I know his nephew very well, Clarence Lee. That's can you yeah. show crazy. us any
0: moves? <laughs>
5: no, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking dance moves all we? <laughs>
0: We've got yeah. dance moves for days here.
5: Hey listen,
1: on our podcast normally, um I do some quick fire questions. Um yeah. ten quick fire questions. We haven't got enough time for that. But I've just been sat here thinking and smirking yourself. I just got I've just got three. All <laughs> uh, right. three three questions, sorry. <laughs>
5: um
1: Pineapple or never pineapple on pizza?
5: <laughs> I like pineapple.
1: I say yes, then. Yes. You can only answer one or the other. Oh, okay. okay.
5: Pineapple, then.
1: Thank you. Wine or spirits? Spirits. Ooh, good. I'm a tequila girl. And I'm being kind mm. on you. Last question. Ooh. In Ooh. your
0: household, who's the boss, Faye or
1: Stuart Hicks?
0: <laughs> No, no <laughs> deliberation. That was a quick <laughs> answer. <laughs> that. that was a fast answer. Can, can we throw the last one in?
5: What's the last one? It's Josh
0: Brooks or Peter Hickman?
5: Oh, that, oh, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> um, they both got. They both one or the other. Uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, one answer. No, I'm not. I'm not answering that. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> I like them so both. So I can read that in two ways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Barring the ribbon that you give her every time you see her, Steve, I think um, Fayho will be leaving the island pretty pleased with how her TT went. Uh, of course, you know, a slow start,
1: uh, but stood by the team and everything and, and spoke with confidence about the team. And fair play, they they uh, worked their way through, uh, put some confidence into Hickey and made, the, made his bike better. And uh, yeah, fair play. They uh, achieved their goal, of course, which was... To win the senior on the superbike, especially after smashing the lap record on the superstock, yeah, right lap
0: record, and they had the big wigs from BMW in there. So for for him to do that while the the big wigs was in, that was uh, yeah, from Germany and from the UK, it's pretty special, really, because they've
1: uh, BMW the M1000RR. It's a special bike. The superstock. It's won the last. Seven superstock races now. Hickey's won five of those, I think. I think somewhere there. Um, so it's a pretty speckle, special uh, package, um, and obviously BMW are peaking. Of course they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, up, Steve. Hey, up, youth. One of one of the podcasts that probably got the least listens to, but I enjoyed the most was the time we jumped in that course car and uh, and did a lap of the roads opening with with James. What an ex? Do you know what? Without brown-nosing you too much, the fact that you were in the car made it even better. You went round, you told us the laps, the lines, the apexes, what we should be doing and shouldn't be doing, and it gave me an insight into what it's like to be a TT rider. Yeah, it's it's nice,
1: and for me it's great, because you get to go around the course with nothing else on the road, so you know, it's uh, it gets a bit busy out there now, so I very rarely ride around on the bike or in a car. Uh, I know the mountain's one way, but it's still... Can be uh, quite busy with bikes and cars and a little bit frightening in places, so I tend to stay away from it. Um, So, yeah, it was great, not just to do the lap, obviously, but to talk and remember and run through in your own head how you used to think and how you used to manage your laps and all your references. But, you know, I think I've heard a little rumour we might be getting another parade next year. I know there's one being pushed for, so I'm hoping I'll be one of the uh, key points of that parade.
0: Well, I've heard it's a Steve Plater parade, so yeah, it will be. Everyone's dressing up in Steve Plater's old outfits, leathers, bikes, stuff. Anything to get you out of those flipping crocs. (laughs) Can I come round? (laughs) You heard it here first, I'm on the Plater parade. Actually, no. (laughs) Legends only.
1: Here we go, waterworks. So tight this corner, it really is, and it kind of can catch you out massively. You have to, to hang out here. Wait, 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 wait. Tip in late, otherwise, you'll run off. Tip in late, back on the throttle hard. Don't forget, you've been climbing all the way from Parliament Square in Ramsey, so you're you, you, you not got the full potential of an engine anyway. Hard work through this section, right, left. Try not to clip the wall on the way out, but it's really harder. You're accelerating now, we're 25 miles in. We're up to fifth gear. Back to fourth. Tower to bends? Flick, right, tower bends, right. And again left. Back to third. Back on the throttle, heading up towards the gooseneck. Boom. Back to second gear. Some bikes will be first, but back to second gear. Back on the throttle as early as you can. It's so steep here, it really is. How and this is where it all cracks off. How important is gearing up here? No, not massively no. important, but you just need to be on the throttle really early. So you've gone second, third, fourth, fifth. You're flat here and you're, you're clicking 6th gear obviously and you're running all the way up through this first right
0: that's a left, right, Steve
1: uh, sorry left, yeah. I was looking at my shoulder then <laughs> into Joey's obviously this is 26th Joey's been a lot of crashes here over the time it can draw you in a little bit too much back to 5th in hard some people use the little label on the left coming out there was an accident bad one there a few years ago actually but back up 6th gear and you're just looking up the hill, you can see all the black lines here on the road, on the surface. Both of them. Which again, you know, for the newcomers is mega because it kind of shows them where, where they need to be. Back to fifth, left, left. I got it right that time. Well, Left again. Use a little bit of curb on the left-hand side for Guthrie's. Guthrie's. When you back to fourth gear, back on the gas hard, mind a negative camera on the exit. You can see all the black lines where they've been spinning. I nearly run somebody over here when they'd crashed in 2009 flick left it pushed me wide here and i hit the bollard on the exit because i was still thinking about the guy that was laid on the floor fifth sixth gear flat out through running that. through the end of the bridge yeah you roll slightly all right the boys are roll now because their bikes faster than what i was riding yeah. in 2009 mountain mile right so this is a mountain mile now so you're basically paranoid to come through there with as much drive as you possibly can to keep you pushing up the hill. we're still climbing. You know, we're a long way from Ramsey Airpin now, and we're still climbing. You can relax in this section. Obviously, you can just have a quick look down, make sure everything's running right with the bike, but you're pretty much trying to get yourself prepared for that bridge up there at the top, which is my braking marker. So I'm flat all the way through here. It's so fast coming up this hill. And the bottom line is your reference points are that far away. There's just a tiny little blur. So I'm just looking at the end of that bridge. I need to be right over the left hand side. So it's a long curve now. You'll gain some revs because you're going on the sidewall of the tire. Flat in sixth. Flat, 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 flat. Boom on the brakes hard. Back to fourth. in. We're heading towards the bungalow. We can see the tram lines on the left, which come all the way from Laxey up to the bungalow. I did get a lift back on that in uh, 2008 when my 600 broke down. Another late apex just here. Always feels like you're gonna hit the bank on the exit. Oh. Boom, back on the throttle, pushes you right out. Is that Graham's memorial, that? that left-hander? Yeah, and this is where, obviously, cones are set up before the bungalow to keep everybody safe. It's massively busy. This Marshall box here is what you're aiming for on the bike. It's a late entry again. Aim for that Marshall box then in, and it brings you back around for your tip and in point for the bungalow. Again, with the bungalow, you have to be careful with the tram lines. Left apex, back on the throttle. Over the tram lines, you're starting to climb really hard again. Big queue there for the tram going back down to the Laxey from the bungalow. You can see the black marks. You've probably got a pit board on your left telling you where you are, whether you're going to stop for fuel or not. You've got to try and remember that all the way to the bottom.
0: Is this where your pit board was there to tell
1: you whether to pit or not? So I'm looking for the brown information sign at the top. That's my reference. There you go on the left-hand side. Tip in late. Boom. I want to be down the white line on the outside. Back to fourth, in we go, late apex. Clip that one, run out wide, throw gears at it. You can see the black lines. Real fast section we've got. Don't forget we're dropping downhill now. We're gonna start a downhill run all the way through really to uh, Hillbury. Into Jukes, lovely corner, look at this new tarmac. In, little bit of a bump here, undulation just there. Back on the gas, that's on the new tarmac. Fourth, fifth, sixth gear, running down to windy corner. Windy corner's been resurfaced again. It's like a flipping short circuit. This is like Silverstone. In, back on the throttle before you get there. Boom. Fifth gear, back on it. It's got some good camber that as well. Click sick. Your camera lacks slightly here.
0: What else, Steve? What else tickled your fancy during this TT? Um, on the podcast, that <clears> is. <throat> on the podcast, yeah.
1: It's got to be Coxie, Carl Cox.
0: Oh, man, You know,
1: he's got so much enthusiasm. And he's not showboating, he's not blowing smoke out of his own backside because of the amount of, obviously, sponsorship he piles into all sorts of disciplines and racing. It's just purely the, the guy's passion. It really is. And he's just such a good bloke to be around. Not because he's famous, just because it's, oh, it, it's him. Is, it's just, he's lovely. It's personality
0: infectious.
1: So it's a, you know, it's, it's always a pleasure to interview him, but to get a few bits and bobs and
0: stories, especially about Michael Dunlop and yeah. Ibiza and things like that, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty special. I was surprised he listened to it. I tried to throw him under the bus a little bit and have a bit of a joke with him, but it turns out he doesn't listen to the podcast and he did, uh, he did listen to it and he, and he regaled the tales of, of what Michael was telling us, so it was great. Yeah, fair play. Guys, guys, I'm going to jump in here. I'm, I'm absolutely lost for words. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm fanboying at the moment. I'm absolutely fanboying. Um, Carl Cox, what an absolute honour to have you on the podcast. But like I just said before the start, I'm going to throw you under the bus. What's your favourite episode of the podcast?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I think it has to be the one where where you interviewed Mickey. <laughs> and we're talking about the uh, the the experience that Mickey had. Michael Donald. Hold on, course. you actually
0: listened to the podcast? Yes. No.
2: Absolutely, and uh, it was fantastic. Oh, you mate. know, you, you really really got something out of him. I think a lot of people really felt that uh, it was a real kind of joy. You know, to to really get to. to people to understand where Michael comes from you know at the end of the day and and how he sees things you know based on his experience and and he probably would never have had that Ibiza experience unless I've showed him the way and it was really funny because he was so like a fish out of water you know I'm in a 10,000 people club it's called it's called a privilege and it's in it's in Ibiza and he, it, you know, he just went for the crack you know yeah, oh, yeah. I'll have a few beers and I'll go there and I'll maybe shake a leg now and again you know and he went there and he went Oh, Jesus. What's <laughs> going on here? And he's trying to get a pint of lager. Pint of lager. Pint of You're going to get champagne, <laughs> vodka, all that sort of stuff. And I was watching the podcast. I was oh, chuckling so hard. It was like, this is gold. <laughs> this is absolutely gold. So, yeah, that's it w- what Yeah, it was.
0: I'll be honest. I, I spent a good two or three weeks bricking it <laughs> because you just never know what you're going to get with Michael. No. You know, no. and it, it's. I understand why he is the way he is, yeah. but it was so nice to. To, to see him just relax into it and yeah, and open up a little bit and I think I think we've found out a lot more about Michael than most people ever get to find out about yeah,
1: him. Yeah, obviously I've spent a lot of time with him, you know, go around the house or flipping you know, various, various different events, places and obviously with a TV job but what about you Carl, you know, you, you come to the Isle of Man TT, you love it, you, you wander around you yeah. kind of go all places, all sorts of places on the island and you just seem to love it and lap it up and you've got time for everybody, that's what gets me.
2: Yeah, I don't know how I do that, actually. You know, everyone stops, stops me for, for everything, and, and I just turn around and go, yeah, no worries. You know what I mean? So, you know, make you're sure just, a you. you're just, just a fan you. You're just a you. I just brush my teeth and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> up my <know>, you know, <laughs> nose. Not, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> bogeys you know we have got to make sure that you're groomed you know because sometimes people look at you and and they go oh he's got stuff hanging out in his ears and stuff like you're not ready for half of this stuff after time so
0: the only reason we're still DJing now then is to feed that hunger for this passion that's it it's It's,
2: it's kind of turned into that and I remember uh, Steve McQueen you know he was only doing movies because he loved racing and that so I kind of get the idea of all of that I mean I, I don't play golf collect stamps or Butterfly catching. I don't do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but what floats my it's boat is, is 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 able to help others uh, achieve their goals, their wants and needs in their life, and and you know, with me and Michael, me, I was when I first got here, I kind of a past Michael in the pits, and I know of the dynasty and the Dunlops and everything that goes through it. I wasn't. I wasn't around enough to, 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 you know, have the Joey, Joey Dunlop era and, yeah. and obviously Robert and, and, uh, and obviously Paul William, uh, God bless his soul, in the end, I only started to get to know him through Michael, but, you know, Michael kind of turned around a couple of times and he knew kind of knew who I was, but his interest is this black guy, you know, this here, you know, I think he's a DJ, you know, mm-hmm. and no, no clue what's going on, and then he went to New Zealand, then he saw Colcos Motorsport with sidecars in New Zealand, and then, that's where we started to connect and I wasn't sure about you know, supporting a solo rider at the Isle of Man TT but if I was going to do anyone yeah. it's going to be Michael Dunlop you know what I mean and then, and then, we, then we started to talk to each other um, quite a bit and then I got to interview him once which normally most people don't get to interview yeah, him at all yeah. and here I am talking to Michael and we just found he had avid interests um, you know at the particular time he had a beautiful Mark II uh, escort, escort that he was rallying at yeah. which he broke yeah. Slightly, um, <laughs> and he just loves it, you know. But I, but I've got two of them, RS two two thousands, and I he go, oh, you got you got you got uh, four escorts, yeah. and that was it, you know. We didn't talk about girls or anything, <laughs> just, <laughs> just cars, you know. Askors. And then and that was it, you know. And it clinched <laughs> uh, it clinched our ideas of who we are <laughs> as people, and and we are just people. We end of the day, we just love what we do. Right, Carl, we've taken more than enough of your time. No at Before at all, we yeah.
0: go, though, quick question, I'll, Steve, you can ask your question that you normally ask, but
2: Ibiza or the Isle of Man? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> hey, I said I'd throw you under the bus yeah, twice, twice now. It, it's true. I mean, oh, man. Um, uh, I would be for the music and the Iron Man for the speed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Steve?
1: It's got to be the... Uh, I normally do ten quick-fire questions. You've heard them on the podcast. Yeah. Or else. yeah. Pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Uh, no pineapple on pizza. Yeah, go and wash your
2: mouth out. Oh,
0: <laughs> we were getting on so well.
2: We <laughs> was, wasn't we? We really was. We connected there for a minute. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Hey, thanks, mate. Beautiful, Bang thank
0: on. you. Um, Coxie will be pleased with that, how, how that went. Not only does he support various different teams, obviously he's a massive Michael Dunlop fan and Michael will be pleased with how his... How his week's gone? In hindsight, when he looks back, he'll be pleased with it. Of course he will. Yeah, you know, Michael's disappointed. He hasn't won the he hasn't won the senior since
1: two thousand and seventeen. He wanted to win it. He wanted to take a tiki in, in in the last race of the week and the superstock. I get that. I mean, all competitors are the same. But you know what? It was for all. Yeah, you know, that's the that's on the record books. So uh, it was kind of a nice ending to the two thousand and twenty three TT really, because the two main men. Split the wins, yeah. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty special, and and kind of I suppose pretty fair. That's how it should be, you know. And uh, obviously, Michael could have got more if it wasn't for a breakdown. But that's
0: that's ra- I keep saying it. That's racing around a TT course. It really is. That's it. And that and that five in a week by Hutchie is still the the outright most successful week of a TT.
1: Yes, for Paget's yeah. and for Ian in Hutchinson.
0: Yeah. Right. Before we go, can I just say? Two things, producers. Can we stick some uh, sound bites of Steve Plater and his Buzz Lightyear impressions? His flipping X, his listen rights. What else have we got from Steve Plater? He's doing that on purpose. He's, do- he's doing that on purpose. <laughs> Flippy neck. I think I sound just like. Hey, Top. Listen. <laughs> Let's stick some of those in. Hey, listen. Yeah. Hey, listen. Mm. Listen. Hey, listen.
1: Hey, listen. Hey, hey but listen. Hey. hey, but listen. But hey, listen. In all fairness. But in all fairness. In all fairness. Okay? In all fairness. In all fairness. And in all fairness. And in all fairness, and in all fairness Lightyear to infinity and beyond to infinity
0: (laughs) and beyond (laughs) and can we just and I'm sure Steve's had it more than I have but the feedback we've had this year on the podcast while we've been here has been sensational so to each and every person that has come up to us and said we enjoy the podcast, we love the podcast we love you listening to it do you know what? I'd love more, though, if you left a review. That'd be awesome. Have you had a lot, Steve? you had a lot of feedback?
1: Hey, it's been really positive. It has, you know, and um, I, I, it's funny because I've never listened to one. So, but And I don't mean that being smart. It's just it's a time factor, that's all. And I will. But you get the good feel factor when you're doing them. You know, it's a good uh, energy. It's a good feel. And they're, they're pretty, pretty good. Obviously, it's edited
0: well. So it's um, a tip-top job. Tip-top job. Listen, guys. If you're a first-time listener to this from these daily TT podcasts, there's a whole back catalogue to get through. We've got some of the biggest names in the TT. We've got some names that you might not have heard of who are behind the scenes making this TT happen. So head back, listen to them. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you follow us, whichever platform you're using for the podcasts. And uh, we'll be back next week with a... slightly off-the-cuff chat as we headed to FHO's garage as they were dismantling it and we saw Channing Tatum, Feho, Dazza, and the, uh, the Milwaukee senior TT winner, Peter Igman.
1: That was a good chit-chat, that was. It
0: was a Until good, next good time, run-off. Steve. Au revoir. As they say in the trade,
1: hasta la vista. Baby.